Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. Yeah. So today we're gonna be uh we're gonna be watching Freaky, ain't we? Or we did watch it. We, we watched or... it, yeah. Uh yes. We'll be discussing yeah. it. So this is directed by Christopher Landon. It's a it's a Blumhouse movie, and Christopher Landon, I didn't realize this, he did a bunch of other horror movies. Um Disturbia, Paranormal Activity Two, Three, and Four, and Happy Death Day One and Two. So, I knew he did Happy Death Day. I didn't realize he had yeah. been around. He did all of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can definitely now, like, seeing that, because I looked that up right before um, we started recording, and I, I can see Happy Death Day in this, like, as the same sort of style. I can tell he did both of those. I know a lot of people like Happy Death Day. I only saw the first one. I didn't think it was that good. I thought this is way better. Did you not? Oh, well, I'm, I don't know who I was thinking of then. I thought you liked Happy Death Day a lot. I thought it was okay. Yeah. yes. You know, it was okay, and then the second one was not as horror as much as like a, a Back to the Future sequel. You know, um, but it, it was it was good, and this one I, I really I did enjoy it. You know, um, I was skeptical about it. Ian already knows I'm not huge on horror comedy. Um, there are very few horror comedies that I really enjoy, um, and <laughs> this was, I thought this was released on like Netflix or something. Because of the pandemic, and then I saw it was $20 to rent on Amazon Prime. It wasn't even to own, and that's what killed me. And I was like, Ian, I don't know if I can pay $20 I was like, I'll to fucking rent send a motherfucking movie. I was like, I'll send you uh, the money if you don't like it. <laughs> I know, Ian called me poor, so then I felt like my ego couldn't handle that, and I had to buy it. <laughs> I mean, this, this, I feel like this like squarely falls into yeah. episode of Buffy without Buffy. It does. And even, like, at, I have it in my notes here, there's a part that feels very Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I think it's worth it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. Horror comedies, like I said, it's very... It either hits or misses for me, and this one, it did it. It did it. Um, I even don't like Vince Vaughn very much, and I enjoyed yeah. him in this movie. So. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people I've talked to have said that. There have been like, I'm not really a Vince Vaughn fan, but he was good in this. And I'm like, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, it, I Normally he's too like douchey bro. Yeah. And I did half expect it to be like when Vince Vaughn is playing himself as a teenage girl for it to like feel homophobic, but it didn't. <laughs> it, it didn't. Um, <laughs> I think, I don't know. They just, whenever Vince Vaughn was playing Vince Vaughn, he they just gave him no lines. He didn't have any lines. He just was Vince Vaughn. Um, Do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I liked it. It is very much, uh, if you've seen The Hot Chick, which is one of my favorite comedy movies, it's, it's so stupid and I love it. I absolutely love it. It is it's so much like this. It is the same damn movie just with the serial killer. Zachary, it is not. The Hot Chick it is, is very bad. It is the same fucking movie. Rob <laughs> Schneider is, a, he, Rob Schneider in that movie even borders on like a serial killer without being a serial killer. So. <laughs> that is like the same fucking movie. Uh, if anybody has seen it, let's put that down in the comments. Do you guys think, how, how close do you think this is uh, to the hot chick on like and a you're all wrong five, if you say it's very close <laughs> one being not very close at all and five being like on the nose <laughs> god um my fun fact about the hot chick is my childhood neighbor who grew up to be like a very successful doctor like we used to go on like friend movie dates and that was the movie he picked because i worked at a movie theater at the time so we always got in for free yeah and i remember being like i am so mad at you for making me see this movie <laughs> really oh I, I i think i watched it with my cousins for the first time and it was just like i could not stop watching it so i stole the movie from their house and like now it's all scratched but i won't get rid of it mm. <laughs> <laughs> rachel mcadams man i love anything she's in um 
<sighs> yeah, but let's get into it. So the yes. opening is your standard slasher movie opening. We've got, you know, four teens, they're drinking, they're talking about serial killer stories, and, uh, you know, it fits great here. This movie is, is a, like, satire on, like, body-switching movies and, and slasher movies, um, and so they're, they're, you know, I don't even remember any of their names. Yeah, so they're, they're just the... the faceless victims. But I will say, we start with a title card, and I think this movie does title cards really well. Oh, they, they do. Really... I like all the designs. You know what? They, the closing credits, too, are really nice to look at. They're I, like, sat through them, because they're just visually appealing. The whole movie is visually appealing. Yes. Um, so these teens are drinking, and they're talking about serial killers, and then the butcher, or the, okay, the Blissfield Butcher, that's what it's called. He doesn't, I don't think he has a name in the movie, just the no. butcher. Um, he shows up and starts picking them off one by one, and then we have the final girl in the scene, who, and the, her whole chase scene feels do you got it okay what? wait okay i think we should talk about the first kill first because the first kill is like i don't remember weird. it ian i was trying to write it in my notes and i don't remember it the first kill <laughs> is like he takes the wine bottle and shoves it down the guy's throat okay and now i do now throat. i do okay yes rewinding to that part a little bit also that i know you was... all can't see because we're doing this as a podcast but i just motioned to zach with like a bottle going hey, down my throat uh, and then slapping you know my what throat. my audio cut out for a second didn't know if he was talking about the wine bottle down the throat or uh, you know ian is good or my he saturday is, night he is a faggot so <laughs> no but i do remember that and i remember seeing that and being like wow this is this yeah. better be that hardcore throughout the whole movie i was i had high hopes for that um and then the the last chick who ends up, you know, dying. She's that that scene felt like very Casey Becker and Scream. Yes, right? I think they did a really good job actually with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember you asking me when the movie opened. You're like, "Wait, is she the main character? Is she the blonde girl that's the main character?" And we were both like, "I don't think it is." And we were like, "Okay, they're all gonna die." Yeah. Um, and she like puts up a good fight. I mean, should we get her to see her having sex with her boyfriend? And she's like, "I came. I'm done. Get off me." Oh um, yeah. See, I forgot that part too. Forgot it. Which, mm. which is, I love a like flipping a trope. That's like my favorite trope. Yeah. Um, and I just love that because like she wasn't like too mean about it, but she was just like, "I'm done. You take too long. We're good." And he's just which like, would just like give me always... three more minutes. I can take three more minutes. That's it. And like while he's pestering her is when the boyfriend gets murdered. He gets a tennis racket. Yeah. Broken tennis racket shoved in his fucking head. Um, and I appreciate that like. I don't know. She puts up a good fight, right? Because she like I runs she away, did. and she yeah. she she picked a really good hiding place too. Like she got a, she came out of the hiding place, which is always the that's always you know the big no no. You always yeah. stay put forever. Yeah, <laughs> Ian. If somebody broke into your house right now, where is your hiding place? You should always know, everybody, your hiding place. If you find yourself in a horror movie. I don't fucking know. Okay, so Ian is dead, everybody. <laughs> Ian has died. <laughs> My hiding place. I guess I have to pick a new one after I tell you all this. It's always in a cabinet, under like one of the lower cabinets in a kitchen, like under the sink. Okay, if but can, if I can't fit in a cabinet, you can't fit in a cabinet. Your shoulders are way broader. It's pretty than big. I, I, I feel like I could get in there. Mm. When I was it's... a twink, I could, but mm. <laughs> I could can, can get in there. I might be a little uncomfortable, but I feel like I could get in there. And then you just stay, you stay put because how many killers are looking in the cabinets? Mm. Mm. Not very. Yes, she has a. Um, there's like a little hidden room because they're in this big ass mansion. So there's like this little mansion, yeah. hidden room in the in the back of not just a closet, but a closet filled with fur coats. Is the type of luxury I I hope to attain one day. <laughs> the type of luxury I live in. <laughs> yes, uh, and then she gets like. I don't know. What did she get killed on? What was it? That so she, she the paled on when she's running away, he mm. picks up because like her. So the the fact that we learn that's like important for later, but not that important doesn't really matter. Her father is like a 
collector of like artifacts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's like a big spear that he pulls out of, I think it's like a knight or something that's like in their living room. And he throws it at her and he misses because she dodges it and goes into the wall. But then once she comes out and she sees her parents coming home, which you said is very Casey Becker because it is, that's why she gets killed. She like runs to the door and then he throws her on the spear and kills her. Yeah. Um, and that's how she dies. But she like put up a good fight before. She ran away. She, she knew the smart things to do. Um, and I do think like, I mean, you know, it's still a horror movie, but I think it's like a little understandable to be like, oh, I'm safe. My parents are here. If you're like a teenager yeah. and then being like, good, I'm, I'm in the clear and then getting murdered. I don't know. Yeah, that's I mean, not like stupid. I guess your parents are always represent safety. I think that's what yeah. was so scary about Scream is that she did see her parents and that was that little bit of glimmer of hope. Um, here, I mean, yeah, it's a very Casey Becker. She gets, she gets impaled on this spear or whatever. And then, um... The killer, before leaving, the butcher takes Ladola, is what it's called. Ladola, so this this ancient dagger. And then the parents come in, and they see their daughter. And then we get opening credits, and it's really cool, really stylized. And, uh, yeah. Then we next day, we get Millie, our, our main girl, our final girl. Is she considered a final girl? Do we do that? Yeah, yeah. Because right? she's not the only one that lived. Well, I mean, it's kind of like Gail Weathers versus, okay, okay, okay. you know, Sydney. Yeah, well, Millie is played by, oh, shit, Catherine... Newton. Newton, okay. <laughs> she's got a very memorable face, and she's a very pretty girl, but she is supposed to be the ugly duckling of our movie. She wears she wears clothes that are used. She wears glasses. Oh, my goodness. Does she wear glasses? I don't even remember. Doesn't she? I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't not. Know. I don't know. She's, she, is the, she is the she's all that girl. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hates her. Everybody bullies her. Um, the jocks bully her. The popular girls bully her. Um... Yeah, they make fun of her wearing used clothes, and then the fucking shopkeeper or the shop, um, the shop teacher, not keeper, sorry, of the the teacher of woodshop. Um, he's like such a dick to her too. I think when I saw him be a dick to her, that was the moment I was like, I hope she yeah. wreaks havoc on this whole fucking school. We both were like, I hope she kills all of them. <laughs> I think we both unmuted ourselves to say that at the same yeah. time too. <laughs> but um, so Millie comes from like a, a kind of a harder background you know her her dad died she's living with her mom and her sister her sister's a cop and the mom is kind of a wino who's kind of absent-minded um yeah yeah she's not really there and so millie and she's got she's got two best friends uh, a black girl named nyla and a gay kid named josh and I'm, i bring up that they're black and gay because josh has this great line later on in the movie where he points out that the black character and the gay character are always the ones that go first in a horror movie. <laughs> uh, this is, and, a, and uh, both of our favorite moments of when the police yeah. have to describe them. Oh my god, yeah, I have that in here too. It's so good. <laughs> it, the, the movie's really witty. I I, very, I really enjoy the, the movie. Uh, well, for me, I think for a horror comedy to work, it has to be this witty. Yeah. Like I, That's why... I think for you, and even for me too, even though this is like more my brand of horror, like they don't always land for me either. Because, like, Happy Death Day for me—not to slander another movie to make it better—but <laughs> for me, it wasn't quite witty enough. Like, yeah. I wanted the main character to be like she needed to be super dynamic, and she kind of wasn't here. And I think um, the two best friends are very dynamic characters, uh, and they're like fun to watch. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, 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 I agree. I think if for a horror comedy to work, it does have to be witty instead of slapstick. And I don't think everybody always understands that. It's when it yes. turns to slapstick, I'm out. I'm already checked out. Um, but that night, Millie is performing at a football game, a high school football game, and she's the mascot. And she gets picked on. Um, and then later on, she's waiting for her mom to pick her up from the game. Her mom is at home passed out. She's wine drunk, passes out, so the sister has to go pick her up. Um and Millie, while she's waiting for her mom and trying to call her mom, her phone dies. This, so I'm, I, anything that feels true crime to me is always scary to me. So this felt very true crime. It was really creepy, just like, you know, you would hear the story about the, the girl who was the mascot at school and she was just waiting right. on her mom to come pick her up. And then she sees the butcher from across the parking lot. And I thought that that imagery was so good. Um, so I, I will say my notes say, I love her friends. And then in all caps, I love her friends. And then I fucking love her friends. <laughs> So we like also we we also like meet all the like we do the thing where we meet the groups. Yes. We meet we're introduced to the cute jock boy who looks very young. Um and I realized I said this to you when we were watching, which isn't true, but we both were like, he looks too young. And I was like, Oh, it's because everyone else is like a sexy teen. But everyone in this movie looks that was just me assuming. They all yeah. kind of look pretty young, they, which I actually do like. Do. Yeah. Uh I always prefer an older person playing a teenager, I guess. <laughs> but this, because so, you, you have you have Catherine, uh, who plays Millie, and she looks like she could be like 19, 20, 21, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, her her love interest, her, her crush in the movie is named, what's his name, Booker? Um, yeah. And he looks 12 years old. He looks young, young, young. And that doesn't help later. It doesn't help at all. Right. <laughs> it just gets worse. Um yeah, he yeah. he he looked. It's weird to say, but I feel like because of his hair, he looked like young, but also young from the '90s. And I was like, "This is a boy yeah. I would have had a crush on in middle school." Oh goodness! Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Um. So yeah, Millie's running away. The butcher catches up to her, and he stabs her in the shoulder with la dola. Um, there's this weird like scene transition where once he's like raising the knife and stabbing her we see these ancient ruins and the clouds come rolling in it's kind of cool big dramatic scene i I really enjoyed the uh special effects of it all but um yeah uh he stabs her in the shoulder and then millie's sister comes up and shoot shoots at him i don't remember if he shoots she shoots i don't think she hits him i bet she shoots at him i think yeah and he gets away and he takes off running and uh millie's okay so the the wound was not fatal she's kind of in a little bit of shock doesn't you know not not too affected, but she goes home, um, and then that night she has all of these Buffy prophecy dreams with all this, like, really spooky imagery, imagery of knives and lightning and all that. Um, this this was the very first episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. <laughs> and then her mom calls her to wake up, uh, and when she wakes up, it is not a she, it's a he, because it's the butcher in Which Millie's Which is, I body. really like that scene. I really yeah. like that scene. Yeah, it's the butcher in Millie's body, and uh, and then we get Vince Vaughn or the butcher waking or Millie waking up in the butcher's body, and so we got the, the two characterizations here. Um, Vince Vaughn does such a good job playing this teenage girl in this massive man's body, uh, you know. And Vince Vaughn, he's a big dude. He's not like yeah. the most like ripped, muscular, or anything, but he's just a hulking figure, you know. Especially um, next to these kids. <laughs> and there's a running joke throughout the whole thing that you know Millie's got all this new strength now because she's in this grown man's body, and then <laughs> the butcher is weak and can't really like fight anybody because he's in Millie's body and she's kind of. Week. Um, I liked seeing the different like 
him waking up as her and her waking up as him, I thought they were both like really well done. Because like him waking up as her is just like he's literally psychotic. So he's just like, <laughs> am I a teenager now? I'm gonna murder all these people. I'm just like really excited. Yeah, and they never like. There's never a. They really do. So if I guess with the butcher, what works so well is that they do just characterize him as always thinking about murdering people. Yeah. So usually if you, even I feel like a real real life serial killer, if you wake up in a teenage girl's body, you're going to be like kind of freaky out a little bit. He's like, time to kill. <laughs> um, it, it, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But he, he, he gives her a makeover. <laughs> he, he does. Gives, she's all that her. <laughs> he does it. He does it. He gives Millie's body a makeover and he does a good job. This is this look is so iconic, dude. I love it. I love this look. It's like a blood red leather jacket and the slicked back blonde ponytail. And it what, red lips? Mm. And That's like good. the music that plays as she slow motion walks <laughs> through the crowd. It's like Cassera Say or whatever that song is. And yeah. like I love I love a slow motion walk scene in a teen movie. I'm I, always I, I sold do, on it. especially when it's like she's walking through and everybody's kind of dividing as she walks yeah, through. Like, Even I was watching the doors. Did you notice the doors opened without anybody opening them for <laughs> the, for her? So they just opened. Um, <laughs> it's just so good. It was so good. Um, and then going from like that slow song to like hardcore music to be like, oh yeah, this yeah, is the murderer. She is, is so badass. <laughs> I absolutely love the butcher. As Millie. I love it. Um, and I, I, She does yeah. a really good job, that actor. She did. I think she did a really good job. You know, I, at first I was like, there's not really much for her to do because he doesn't really have any characterization except for thinking about death. But I think she does it really good. And, like, the looks that, you know, she's giving, it's, like, very, like, I don't know, like, Stanley Kubrick, The Shining, like, all these Jack yeah. Nicholson looks. and Especially when she switches, when the killer knows, when the killer's, like, smart about it and knows to switch to, like, quote-unquote <laughs> I thought he's so great yeah <laughs> so good um so throughout the day like yeah Millie's like bopping around school kind of just doing her thing and then uh, uh Millie in, in the butcher's body Millie is you know forgetting at times that she is in the butcher's body and everybody's looking out for him so she's running into people and they're screaming and she has to get to the uh the school to try to convince her friends that she is <laughs> she's Millie, this grown man. <laughs> but so also the school knows that she was attacked. Yes. So one of the head mean girls who we met before, Ryler, which is mm-hmm. such a good mean girl name, um, is like, oh, Millie, tell me your story, blah, 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 blah. And because it's a killer, Millie is like, come in somewhere private with me. And Ryler thinks she's yeah. like gay and hitting on her and is kind of like, Ugh, well, if you're not going to tell me the story, I'm going to leave. And then the murderer shoves her in. Zachary, what is that thing that he shoves it her in? It is a. So I know that whenever you're, it's for athletics. I don't. I've never been in one. I don't exactly know what it does, but it's one of those cold chambers where you go in. It's super cold. You're supposed to stay in there for like a minute or so, and then you come out. Well, he uh, sticks her in there and turns it all the dial all the way up, and she just freezes to death. Right. Um, and sure. And then, and then the Millie and the butcher's body comes out and finds her body and smashes her body to pieces on accident. And yeah. I thought that's how the movie was going to play out. Is the is, is Millie was just going to keep running into all of these murders and getting caught for them, and everybody would think, you know, I think she's you doing said murders. that at one point. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was that's how I thought it was going to play out. But um, no, Millie uh, finds her friends and she has to. Convince them that she is Millie, and this was—I th- I thought this was great. Is there's this huge chase scene where this grown man is chasing these kids, um, 
That's what he yells. You're black, I'm gay. We are so dead. Yeah. And uh, but I thought they did Nyla and Josh did such a great job of like fighting him off. (laughs) They were pretty badass, honestly. I mean, realistically, if he were the killer, he probably still would have killed them. But like I appreciate the effort. Yeah, I mean they were they were not and like every time there would be a moment to breathe and he would uh, Melly would start explaining, they'd start kicking the shit out of him again. Yeah. Uh, It was great. It was great. Um, I also wrote this line down in my notes and i don't know what i don't remember it's right at this scene i say like watching the friends fight back is delightful also a perfect line she's got a dick in her hand and you're wearing chanel number five i think we're past labels i don't remember when that happens (laughs) i don't know it's 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 just mm, i don't know it's and it's really good in the bathroom so millie ends up convincing her friends that she isn't it through the dance like she does their Uh, uh, there's a couple moments in here where she has to convince people that she is millie and it's just these are the courty moments that I kind of just roll by us. And I'm like, okay, you get a pass, but like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, she convinces them and then they're all in the bathroom and she's like, I, I love, see, I love moments like this. It might be a little creepy, I guess, but I love moments where, you know, realistically you switch bodies and you have the, all these new parts and stuff. And he's kind of, she's kind of just like flopping the dick around and like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, it's just awful, awfully good. Um, just the killer, they actually do that with the killer at one point, but they don't make it creepy. It's just like yeah. the killer feels his chest to be like, oh, I am a girl. Yeah. And like, I was worried. I was like, Ugh, but then it's just like, that's all it is. Because it can, because like, it's like bordering, but I think they did yeah. it well. Because even when Millie is in his body and she's like checking out her own stuff, she's not like playing with it. Her hands are in right. the air and she's just like flopping it, you know, because yeah. <laughs> it's just this new part. Um, uh, but they, the three of them come up with a plan. They got to get Ladola. They got to get the knife. They got to capture Millie. Uh, Millie's body, and they have to stab her before the bell tolls at midnight. They find all this lot, from Google, by the way. A lot of moving parts a lot in this. Of moving. It, there is, so we're going to try to, like, get through it all. Because there's a lot of, like, little, I don't know, like, detours and stuff that we do to get up a to friend of A friend of mine referred yeah. to it as a god-tier level Buffy spec script explanation. Was, oh, my gosh. And it I, is. Me writing this thing, me writing out my little list of notes here, and, and the recap for the plot is just like, oh, but then we have to go here, but then we have to go here. There's a couple parts I skipped Ian, so I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, Millie goes to the shop, goes to wood shop, and she uh, kills the uh, the shopkeeper. Yeah, she does Who try is... to attack him, and he's a big guy, so he's stronger than her, and she's not expecting that, right? I think, like, isn't, <laughs> isn't that where we first learned she doesn't have the strength? Yeah, and she's kind of yeah. like, and so she has to do these you know, different tricks where she jumps on his back and stuff like that, but he's still really able to overpower her. I think eventually she finally gets him onto the, uh, to the to the table and uh, with the table saw just saws him in half from from balls to head. <laughs> and there there he goes and she leaves and then finally Millie and the butcher run into each other but I don't know like he's just which like, is he's like don't move he's like acting like he's gonna be intimidating. Um, he's, Millie is using her new body to be intimidating, but the butcher also uses his new body <laughs> to switch back into a teenage girl as he just starts screaming and everybody and the alerts, come around the, yeah, yeah so alerts everybody, the police come around. And so, uh, Millie, Nyla and Josh are on the run. They get in the car, they take off and the police are like on the rocky talkies describing the suspects. And they're like, we've got, you know, so-and-so. And then they describe, instead of saying a gay kid, they're like, and then a, a boy who's excited, an excited boy. <laughs> I, went on, I went on Twitter like right after this and I said, I just learned I'm not gay. I'm just excited. 
Yeah, the line is one is black, one is white, and uh, excited. It's so good, so good. I I laughed for a good minute after that. It's like such a good line. Yeah. So basically, the three of them are trying to keep for the next couple of scenes. Are trying to keep out of out of sight. Um, meanwhile, Millie is going around and kind of feeling out her new atmosphere. She goes to an arcade, and uh, they finally track her down because they see on snapchat yeah oh it's snapchat that's what it was okay so on snapchat the three of them figure out that millie or millie's body is at the arcade so they track her down there to go capture her she uh the butcher is about to kill her her millie's love interest booker um millie comes out and there's this little battle and you know millie's stronger so uh she wins and they finally capture the butcher and they take Booker too. I don't know. Because what. wait, it's a really weird, funny yeah. scene because Booker starts to run away and they're like, No, he can't run away. He like has to be with us. So like Millie in the butcher's body just like throws him against the wall and knocks him <laughs> I forgot about that. I think like I, I don't know. I was just like, just leave him. Why are we adding another character into the mix? I just didn't care. Mm, well, I get it, like they didn't want to like they didn't want him to have to like no. tell everyone about like where they were. I guess, but we, okay. So another question. I mean, I guess we're just supposed to suspend disbelief here. But wouldn't if they have these suspects kind of stake out their house because they go to Josh's house? They take Millie's body to and Booker to Josh's house. But I would assume police would already be there or have been there. Well, to be fair, no one was home earlier. I guess, uh, yeah. So Josh's mom is supposed to be like, you know, out of work thing for the, yeah, yeah. So she's gone. Um, and so they go to Josh's house, they tie up, uh, the butcher and Booker wakes up and freaks out and Millie convinces him through, through a song. (laughs) Is it a song or is it like, no, it's a love letter, isn't it? It's a love letter Mm -hmm. that she left in his locker that she is Millie, um, and it's very, it's very hot chick, guys. It's a very hot chick. Uh, baseball, baseball. He thinks he's game. gonna score. If you take him all the way, then you are a whore or something, something, something. It's the same thing, same thing, y'all. Um, yeah. So uh, the the gay kid tells the killer, "Dry up, bitch," which is a very good. <laughs> I want to try to like get that in my vernacular. Like I want to be able to say that from now on. I gotta try to make sure I say it's often because it's a real good like instead of saying "shut up, dry up." Ugh, it's good. good. Well, there's, These there's, gay teens, there's, the things know, they come up with. All the new lingo, man. All the new lingo. And we're just getting older, ain't we? We're just going to miss <laughs> out on all of it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so the plan is for Josh to babysit the butcher, the tied-up butcher. And Nyla, uh, Millie, and Booker are going to go to the police station and try to get uh, Ladola back from, like, an evidence locker. Which is, I, I don't know why they left Josh with, with I don't know, I you don't leave one person with the killer. The killer right. <laughs> um, and so all uh, uh, while they're off at the police station trying to get the Ladola back, um, Josh's mom comes home uh, unexpectedly, and she is um, concerned. I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's this girl tied up in his living room, and they I love their little back and forth. They're here. They're like it's it's role play. And she's like, do you know what role play is? And he's like, yes, and I am straight. Yeah. Um, that and- scene is fantastic. <laughs> and she, the, she, didn't, she didn't even believe it. I thought she was, there was going to be that moment where the stupid mom is just like, you know, stupider right. than the teen. But she's like, you're not straight. And she like <laughs> unties her. And then um, 
the butcher immediately like, Millie tries immediately to attacks yeah. attacks Josh and his mother and I was glad like, that the mother di- I was worried the mother might die just as like, I she's know, like I was mother. like don't do that um, yeah there are certain characters I want to die in this but not not the bystanders um, and they lock themselves in the bathroom and, and the butcher just gets away and so yeah. earlier um, it, it was kind of revealed that there is going to be a party tonight at at the old mill where where the butcher has been camping out and living and so there's going to be a party with all these teens and so the butcher is headed over there to kill all these teens because only got one track mod to kill so nyla is going in to get the, the 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 dagger and gets caught by millie's sister um yes. millie's sister doesn't buy any of this for a moment so millie has to come in and save her and they end up locking up millie's sister and they grab the knife, they figure out, uh, Josh calls them and tells them that uh, the butcher has escaped and is headed to the party, so they all head to, uh, are we missing something? We're missing okay. something. Okay. We're missing something. <laughs> I'm just trying to skip all these little detours here. We did skip Oh, right we did. This. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> little 12-year-old Booker and 40, 50, whatever-year-old Vince Vaughn in the back of a, of a car. Yeah. Yes. Having this weird romantic <laughs> moment, this weird, the, even the shot is like tilted, it bothered me. And it's so weird. <laughs> it's, it's just, I didn't want this in here. It's, it's, and I'm sure that that mm. guy, you know what, if I probably looked at his IMDb, that kid is probably like actually 19 or 20 and just looks young. But it like, Oh, I'm sure, because it's he, still, yeah. Because he looks so young, it's like... Mm, and they're like stroking like, each other's cheeks and... and, and do they kiss? They kiss, right? They did. I, I I actually did see someone say that. No, it's that. So they do go to kiss, and Vince Vaughn. I thought it was just like Vince Vaughn doesn't really want to kiss a child to like cover up. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's supposed to be that he puts his hand on his face to stop him. Like he puts his hand on his face because remember he does say, "Let's yeah. wait until I have softer skin" or something. It's it's uh, it's very weird. It's uh, very weird. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> I was like, "Is this kid? Is it gonna be that he's?" secretly gay but also you know and that's the question like, there too is because he was uh, i don't know see i guess this plays into the whole politics of like you know gender identity and all that i don't yeah. know fucking it plays into everything it's way too much to explain here but i was questioning maybe he's maybe he's just into guys but i guess he was just into millie is what i know that was. i also have yeah and so that would be like the nicer like yes way of looking at it i think i also um sometimes can like sometimes when someone is like a lot younger looking and my head, my head goes to like, oh, are they like feminine? Are they gay? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't, it's just weird, Ian. Just let's, a weird, just Let's a move weird. on. Anyway, there's that little moment, everybody. That's your moment to go take a bath or break, I guess. Uh, so they all head to the party, and at the before they can even get there, uh, this is what I was looking for for this movie. Because you, you see the trailer, and you see... Um, the butcher in Millie's body, and she's got the red jacket on the ponytail, and she's got, like, a chainsaw, and it's just such an iconic look, and she's like, you, you expect her to go full balls to the wall, like, slasher film, and, like, s- cut everybody up, and, like, running through this place, and there was a little bit of that, but there wasn't as much as I wanted. I wanted, like, full-on American Psycho. Um, she does kill the jocks that were picking on her earlier. Like, in a circle, and it is great. It is. It's a really good moment. Um, I will I get, say one of them, there's one of them that she just, like, hits with a bottle and they're like dead really um it's a little bit of yeah the first one she just hits him with a mm-hmm. bottle and like i know that that could knock you out yeah but like then like in the next scene he's one of the people covered in blood um yeah. and i kind of would have liked a little like that feels like so it reminded me of i don't know if i've ever told you this uh 
I almost called you Alistair. Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus. Okay. Oh. I'm out. Out. Leave meeting. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I think in middle, maybe at the beginning of high school, I, I like wrote a horror movie and me and my friends filmed it on VHS tape. And at, like at one point, a lot of them, the, one of the moms was coming to pick them up. So the ride was like leaving yeah. for like eight of them. So we were like, all right, in the next scene, the killer enters and everyone dies. So just fall over and die when he stabs one person. And that was one of the scenes like the killer like <laughs> pretends to stab someone and like four other people fall over dead. Um, and it made me think of that. But um, yeah, no. So I was, uh, yeah, I was expecting her to go full balls to the wall, American Psycho. She does that a little bit here. Um, and then, that would be maybe my only critique of the movie is that yeah, I would have liked. Yeah. She does that with the like, jocks. Kill half that class. <laughs> I was waiting for her to kill the jocks as like our opening kill for the finale. Yeah. And then her to just ram through this group of partying teens with this chainsaw, you know. But um, we do get, after she like rips through those jocks, we do get the good scene of um, the day kid and this like jock <laughs> who's like. Oh, oh yeah, that's movie. true. Yeah, the, the jocks. like Which, now that we're talking about it, I didn't realize it's kind of like the Millie scene. Yeah. Earlier, is it the with... same joke? It's not the same joke, is it? What? Because there's one joke that is talking... About, I mean, I guess all the jokes are talking about doing sexually explicit things to Millie, but there's one in particular. Is that the same one that kind of hits on Josh? Okay. So one of the jocks hits on Josh, too. Um, and she comes through the wall at that point, right? And she kills him. And she him. stabs him in the eye. She does. And then she goes after Josh. And so... Um, it's a really good... Wait, so it's a good scene because Josh is like... He pauses, then he's like, I don't have time for this, because he knows that like, we need to find. <laughs> and then the guy calls him a fag and then immediately gets murdered, which yeah. is so good. <laughs> uh, it's it's that straight. I mean, that's not even, this ain't no trope or no stereotype. That is literally things that some straight boys do that y'all pretend doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There are always the straight boys who are, quote unquote, straight. But yes. Whatever. The cops show up at the party. Um and then we have another confrontation between Millie and the butcher. They're all running. Everybody's running around trying to get get, get at the other one. And so finally they, I don't even remember how they do, but they end up getting uh, the butcher on the ground and they're ready to stab him. They got the knife and then like the clock turns 12 and they're like, oh my gosh, too late. This part was stupid. They could have just cut it out. They're like, oh my God, too late. And then somebody's like, but wait, but wait, I told you to set your timer five minutes ahead. Uh, it was Booker. He used, he used his charm on Millie. But she why? Her phone. Oh, so she'd always be on time, right? Is that she would Right, uh, yeah, because she was late. Maybe we should do that again. I know. I know. Okay. Don't say we. I know you mean me. <laughs> uh, but no, the bells didn't toll, so it's not really midnight, so she has an extra five minutes. Um, and she, she stabs the butcher, and they're like, did it work? And there's a kind of a question there. I was questioning whether it worked yeah. or not, but they do end up going back into their own bodies. Okay, here's my rewrite. I do this all. I do this almost every episode. Zach loves we have a Zach, we Zach's call rewrite. This like, mm. The like Zach rewrite. <laughs> the segment. We do, okay, yeah. so here's Zach's rewrite for this episode of My Bloody Judy uh, for Freaky. <laughs> I would have had. Everybody waking up, and the butcher wakes up, and he's still in Millie's body, but he pretends to be the actual Millie. So Millie is still in the butcher's body, but he doesn't say anything before he's gunned down, because the cops show up and gun the butcher down, like, almost immediately after they switch bodies back. So Millie is actually in the butcher's body and gets gunned down, um... 
And then the ending would reveal that the butcher is still in Millie's body. And then like, boom, there's your setup for the sequel. I really want to see Millie with her ponytail and red jacket and, and chainsaw on a legit fucking murder spree for like a whole movie. And then Nyla and Josh are trying to stop Millie from killing everybody. That's what I want to see. And that could have been Freaky 2 or Freakier. Oh, see? Freakier. I mean, but we don't need it to be the same. In the second one, it could just be a different killer. It could be. I don't know. That would have been really good, though, is if it was still the butcher in Millie's But I wouldn't have liked that because that would have been, for me, then that's like, doesn't fit with the tone of the movie if Millie actually dies at the end of the movie. It's a little darker, Ian, but I do enjoy a darker ending. So there is Zach's rewrite for this uh, episode of My Bloody Judy. And then, uh, nope, nope, nope. They're back in their own bodies and the butcher gets gunned down. But he didn't actually die. He faked his death. Yeah. Um, so as he's in the ambulance, we have this little moment between Millie and Booker. and they, <laughs> Same moment that was earlier with Booker and Vince Vaughn. Except Millie's back in her own body and they have their kiss. Anyway, the butcher fakes his death, but he escapes because uh, he kills everybody in the ambulance. And he goes to Millie's house where Millie's back home with her mom and her sister. He goes to Millie's house and attacks her. Uh... And he's like making fun of how weak she is. And she's like, you know what? I learned something while I was in your body too. And uh, she's like, balls. And so she like kicks him in the balls um, to, I guess, prove that like men do have <laughs> a slight bit more weakness than a woman. <laughs> a woman can give birth, but men have balls. <laughs> that are supposed to be the epitome of manliness, but can be damaged so easily. Um, just to like quote my favorite show that I always, my other favorite show that I always quote at you that. You are probably tired of hearing about in the magicians. That's a thing where like someone says nut up to yeah. Margot, who's my favorite. And um, so she like switches it around and will be like, oh, shit. Now I can't remember. She says something like vag up or something like that. And like in one of them, she's like, get your labia and get it together. And like she always says shit like that instead of like have some balls. It's perfect. Um, it's perfect because yeah. balls are balls really are the weakest thing. I love my balls. I love my balls. They're great. They're fantastic. But they <laughs> they are very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, she kicks him, and then Millie, her mom, and sister are all, like, teaming up to take down the the butcher. Which I like. There's a big team-up moment. Still hate the mom. Don't care for her. She's just not. mm, Don't care. She could have died at this point. But they take him down, and uh, Millie kills the butcher. Yeah. And then that's the end. Um, But also Buffy hoomps because she uses... She breaks part of the table leg. and Oh, yeah, again, again. She stakes him. Let's say it as it is. Call it <laughs> as it is, Ian. She staked Vince Vaughn. And She's then, Faith, and he's the deputy mayor. <laughs> and then the end, and there's these really, really great closing credits. I would suggest everybody just stay and watch, because somebody took time. Somebody stayed up really late one night making those closing credits. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to them. Uh, and that was freaky. That's yeah. the movie. Yeah. I like it. What it was, was your a, favorite scene, Zachary? Uh, um, probably. I'd have to say for, just for creep factor, when uh, she first, Millie first sees the butcher while she's waiting on her mom. But I also love a climax. So the whole end party part is really, really good too. Even though I would have liked it to be a little bit more. What about yeah. you? I think, I think my favorite would be when the, the kids... Her friends first encounter Millie in the killer's body. Oh, really? That's yeah. it. That was a good one. Yeah, no, I, I was really happy you you made me watch it. You peer pressured me into watching this one. 
<laughs> Zachary hates it when I when I say I love something that he says, but I love when you say that I was right. <laughs> um, there's another movie that I, I made my um, brother and sister watch on Christmas called Better Watch Out, and it's like a Christmas horror movie that we didn't cover, but I, I really want you to watch that one. Um, we talked about it. Yeah, we did. We did. You haven't seen I, it, though, correct? I haven't seen okay, it, Okay, no. yeah, and I really do want you to watch that one. I want us to cover that one. But, uh, yeah. That's the one that most people actually asked me if we were going to cover. Oh, really? Oh, you did tell me that, too, and we didn't do it, Ian! We didn't do it! That'll be a January one. We'll do it, guys. The snow is still falling in January, right? Mm. It could be in July, you know? The world is burning. <laughs> oh, God. All righty, Will, do you want to tell everybody where they can find My Bloody Judy from here on out? You can find My Bloody Judy on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. On the Slayer Fest 98 uh, podcast stream. Zach, where can everyone find us on YouTube? Well, you can find us on the same place. We've always been on YouTube, AZB bonus features. Uh, but I'm so happy that my bloody Judy has joined the Slayer Fest 98 podcasting network. Yay. You got to come up with a name for that. You're a network <laughs> now, Ian. Isn't that the fucking name? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. We're really excited to be continuing this and going into a more regular schedule with My Bloody Judy. And I uh, hope you follow us along. With that, happy 2020, everybody. <laughs> let's hope for a happier 2020. <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Bye.